the Chinese Wuhan virus has totally changed the cigar retailing experience. Today's Cigar Day podcast is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, reintroducing the Avo Classic Maduro. Smooth, creamy, rich. Avo Cigars, change the tempo. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Nicaragua series, 100% pure Nicaraguan tobaccos, 100% full-bodied flavor. GurkhaCigars.com. This is the Cigar Dave Podcast with the General. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure, long live the Alpha, make America great again, make masculinity great again, screw the enemies of pleasure, and screw the Chinese Communist Party. I have moved the Ford Theater of Operations for today's Cigar Day podcast to the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. We have conducted many broadcast maneuvers over the last four years from this magnificent cigar lounge. And joining us is Tommy Diadio, the general manager, and also, I should say, the senior executive vice president of Spirits Procurement, not only for the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa, but the three Corona cigar stores in Orlando. Tommy D, great to have you with us. The Chinese Wuhan virus has changed cigar retailing dramatically. Corona Cigars, the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, amongst the finest cigar retailers in the country. Let's go back to late March when we had the big shutdowns and talk about how it affected you and all the Corona Cigar stores. Well, first thing is uh, business uh, was down about 40%, and most of our business went to online. Is the big change we had. Nobody could sit in here, so the bar numbers were down. So it really did hurt us a, a lot. And did you, you were still able to sell cigars to customers. You didn't have to close the stores completely, correct? No, because we have a package license like a liquor store, so we can stay open because a liquor, once a liquor store is open, we could stay open because we could do liquor to go. Could people, could, could consumers, customers come in and smoke their cigars in the store? For, for about a month and a half, they couldn't. So that's what really hurt us because we couldn't get people even into the store, so everything switched over to mail order. All right. Now, you had a very, you're very unique in that, like you, as you said, you have a liquor license which allows you to sell packaged goods. So why don't we define what that means? So basically it's when you go into your local in Florida, ABC Liquors, where you can buy something and leave. So some licenses have a consumption license. We have a consumption dual license and package. And I'm looking here, you've got a plethora of spirits. I'm looking at Knob Creek, you've got Jack Daniels, you've got many of your own barrel-aged, there's Peerless. You do Corona Cigars, the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge here in Tampa. You do many barrel uh, selections, single, uh, single barrels from many of the distillers for bourbon, American whiskey. So that's a big popular item, and you've been able to sell those throughout the course yeah. of the, the pandemic. So basically what we did was uh, after we were able to open back up normal for a little bit. We ordered 28 barrels of bourbon because during the shutdown, everybody wanted our single barrels. Then we did packages too, where we put a bunch of Buffalo Trace stuff in there, Eagle Rare, um, E.H. Taylor, and then we put them with uh, Avaca, uh, Fireball, peanut butter whiskey. So we did packages because everybody wants the bourbon. So it kept us going with all the bourbon from uh, our supplier because we were doing packages deals. Pricing-wise, I happen to know that you had great prices on all these products. Yes. So you had a competitive advantage 
on that so people could actually come in. If they were going to go to another retailer, many of them came here because, number one, you had a better selection. Mm -hmm. And number two, you priced it right. Right. What happened during the shutdown is everybody was drinking every day, but drinking cheaper. So the stuff that was added into the packages was for the girlfriend or the wife, and the bourbon they can't get anywhere, that was for them. Let's talk about the change in consumer preferences during the pandemic. You told me an interesting story that you had a customer that would always come in and buy a $30, $32 cigar on a regular basis. And I think you said he would buy, I believe it was wine or a uh, maybe it was a scotch whiskey that also was in the $25, $30 category. Right. So he would always walk out at least with a $60 plus tap. Right. You told me that changed. Yes. Now he smokes $12, $13 cigars because I think his investments, his retirement got hit and he's drinking $9 to $12 grams. Which, on one hand, you could say, all right, that has hurt business, no question about it. On the other, still smoking a $10, $12 cigar right. and drinking a $10, $12 spirit is still above the average for, let's say, a normal consumer. Correct. But so, so preferences definitely change. And I think that's very interesting because people say, oh, well, certain people didn't get affected by the Chinese Wuhan virus pandemic. I disagree. I think everybody in some way, shape, or form, no matter what their wealth or their economic status, certainly has changed their buying habits and their preferences yeah. over the last three, four months. Yeah. Everybody was watching their money. They were just consuming all the time, but they were putting it down a notch. You had to make changes to your staff. You have a large bar staff, bartender mm -hmm. staff, uh, mostly women, yeah. who come in and, and work. And I think you've got normally, what, about six or eight on staff at any I given time? I have total bar staff, ten with the bar back. So nine bartenders, one bar back. Nine, so ten total. And you had to lay virtually all of them off. We didn't lay them off. We still, oh, off, we still gave them hours and still gave them work. Oh, you did? Yes. So you're still able to... Retain yes. some of them. Yes, we pay them at a higher hourly salary, but you know they, we we don't have thirty hours for everybody. Right. So, what was the response from the staff? Did most of them accept it, or did some say, "I'd rather go on unemployment and make eight hundred dollars a week or eight fifty a week, the, whatever it is"? The bar staff was the most difficult to get here, so most of them chose not to. But now that now they do, now they've got it and they do work because they want to. When they were serving liquor again, they were. Doing, doing well again. Now, Florida reopened up, what was it, about six weeks ago or so? A little longer than that. Okay, six, eight weeks ago where, and let me just describe the Davidoff's uh, lounge here in the Cigar City of Tampa. You're located about five minutes from Tampa International Airport, uh, across from the International Plaza, which is a very well-known shopping destination. You have a 5,000-square-foot lounge that also has a private loft area uh, conference room or, or party area. Uh, you've got a magnificent bar. You carry everything from, you know, basic Jack Daniels all the way up to, you know, five ten thousand dollar bottles of Scotch whiskey. And Excuse me. We have a hundred thousand dollar bottle over there. I stand corrected. A hundred thousand dollars. By the way, how come you never give me a sample? Of that, <laughs> it's bottle only sale. <laughs> how many bottles have you sold of that? I've sold actually to a guy in Miami. Uh, Last year, five of them. I'm waiting to sell this one because... What might, is this? When you say this... This is a McAllen 68-year-old. 68? Yeah, exceptional cask. Wow, 100,000. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. You sold... How many you said? I sold him four bottles in that range. You guys are making too much money. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Diadio, the general manager of the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, and uh, also uh, heads all spirit procurement for not only the Davidoff Lounge in Tampa, but the parent 
uh, company, Corona Cigar Stores and Lounges in Orlando. Jeff Borshowitz, been on the show many, many times. The founder, proprietor, along with uh, the warden, Tanya Borshowitz. <laughs> so basically, you after about eight weeks ago, you're able to reopen. Yeah. But there was changes. Mm -hmm. We had to have social distancing. So as I as I described this, you've got a huge bar. You've got leather seats, beautiful, comfortable leather areas in multiple areas. I'm looking at three, six, nine, probably got about 35 leather seats. Mm -hmm. Then you have high top bars, which is what we're at right now. Mm -hmm. uh, huge racks of cigars, private lockers, of course, Cigar David General yes, is locker 1A. One. That's right. I like how that worked out. Boom. Not 2B, not 1B, 1A. But it's a magnificent lounge, and you also have ample outdoor seating, and your landlord was very accommodating because they took four or five parking spots yes. and allowed you to set up additional seating in that area. Correct. So you had to make changes. You had to have social separation. Certain chairs are closed. The entire bar is still closed. The bar actually for one part of the uh, opening was, was open. The beginning was closed, but then you can sit six feet apart. Six feet apart, and that yeah. changed again. Yeah, and then they were, if you came together, you could sit together. So that's got, it got us more seating when it went from 25% capacity to 50 into, it didn't matter if at 100% capacity, we cannot sit more than the same people because the six foot rule prohibits right, you. Right, six foot social uh, separation. Yeah. So that changed so that now you can't have anybody at the bar. I can't serve any liquor at all right now. You can't serve any liquor no, at all? No, we went back to uh, not serving because they gave us an exemption and then they took it away. Yeah. Who's they? The uh, state. Oh, the state. Uh, so the state business, of business and regulation. So the state of Florida. So yeah. now at any of the cigar lounges in the state of Florida, no liquor no, can be served. No. But you can still sell the package. To goods. go, and actually they technically can take a cocktail to go with a cap on it, and the ones that are in the parking spaces in the parking lot, Outside. they can actually drink there. They can. So it's there's just, so many convoluted rules in the parking lot. Okay. Yeah, in your car on the way home, take the cap off. Yeah. Some things just typical government don't make any sense. But now, when you reopened up, there's a mask regulation that took place in Tampa and Hillsborough County yep. about three weeks ago. Yep. All right. So now when people come in, describe the procedure. They, we take their temperature. They have to wear their mask in the whole place the whole time. How do they smoke they, a cigar? They, when they sit down, they can take the mask off, smoke, and drink uh, non-alcohol beverages now. And just to give you an idea, when they let us open last month for serving liquor inside, we were up for the month of June over the last year with no tourism here, which... People came. Really? Yeah, we were up. And you are a major tourism. You are yeah. the equivalent of a Bass Pro Shop, what I call a big box destination yeah. retailer, where people will come not only from the three, four, I know Jeff uh, Borshowitz, the proprietor and founder of Corona Cigars, has a little rule. He takes a little, he actually still has a protractor, yeah. and he actually puts that uh, on a map and draws about a five-mile yep. uh, radius. But this store is unique because people will come from St. Petersburg, which is about yeah. 20 miles away. They'll come from Clearwater. Sarasota. They'll come from Sarasota. This is such a unique Destin. store. Destin. That's yeah. right. I've seen yeah. visitors. But you have many visitors that come in, whether it's business people, tourists. They're staying at the hotels. Mm -hmm. They find it. Many of them have yeah. heard it on the Cigar Dave show and said, oh, yeah, I hear you recording many shows from there. I wanted to check it out. And, of course, nobody's disappointed. So that, those, that tourism has dried up. Yeah. And these buildings in the plaza, all the businesses are still closed, so all that business money is not here either. And we should say that this is a very unique retail-type spot because this was developed by Metropolitan Life. It's called Met West. There's a Del Frisco. There is a... Uh, Kona Grill. Kona Grill. Coopers. There is uh, Texas to Brazil. Cooper's Hawk. 
Cooper's Hawk, not cigar friendly. We don't talk about yeah. them. Uh, and, and, and a Thai restaurant next there's door. There's a Thai restaurant that's very nice. Uh, there's a golf store. And then there's three large mid-rise office buildings. Yeah. And there's a new AC hotel right. by Marriott. And there's three office buildings behind us, too. Right. So you get people that come in from work, but yeah. everybody's been working primarily from oh. home. So consequently, you don't have that traffic. So how on earth in June were you up over 2019 uh, a year ago? People were tired of staying home. They came out. They were drinking. They were smoking. It was they were buying. You have to have them like right now. We we're up on cigars, even though the bars closed, because people don't want to stay home anywhere. Right. They they want to get out. Right. So at least we're up on the cigar side over last year too, which is crazy with no tourism. Tommy Diadio, the general manager of the Davidoff Cigar Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Our guest also oversees all the spirits procurement for the Corona Cigar Stores, the parent company in Orlando. And talking about getting out, getting up, here's a cigar that is really making a name for itself, that's really talking about getting out there, it was just introduced, the new Avo Classic Maduro. Change the tempo, as Avo likes to say, and they took their Avo Classic Cigar, which had a beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper, Dominican binder, Dominican filler, and they reintroduced, they brought back the Maduro version, they put on a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. And as I have stated many times, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper grown in the Connecticut River Valley, it's a dark wrapper, it's a, it's a, a the texture is a little bit heavier than a Connecticut shade wrapper, but it, the way they, they ferment the wrapper, it gives tremendous sweetness with some nice subtle creaminess and this new Avo Classic Maduro is absolutely spectacular. Smooth, creamy, rich flavors. Tommy, I know what, as soon as I walked in today, you said, have you had the new Avo Classic Maduro? And I said, of course I have, but I'm going to take another one. And that's doing very well for you right off the bat. Yes, it's doing phenomenal. Uh, we already reordered them a couple times already, and I'm actually smoking one right now. Yeah, and you're about, uh, I think you have to take that band off, yeah. Tom, because uh, you're about, maybe about 10 millimeters <laughs> away from, from hitting that thing and igniting it. But if you're looking for a cigar that's on the medium-bodied side, that's going to have nice notes of creaminess, some milk chocolate-type uh, undertones, absolutely give a try to the Avo Classic Maduro. Avo cigars change the tempo. And of course, Tommy, when we talk about the great Avo, Uvasian, very friendly with Jeff Borshowitz yeah. and Tanya Borshowitz. Live very close to them in Orlando. Whenever I go visit Jeff, I would visit Avo. We'd have uh, we'd have lunch over at Cedars, which is yeah. right next to the Sand Lake Corona Cigar Stores. And Avo was a was a one in a million. A great guy, uh, just somebody that loved being around not only cigars but the cigar consumers. And we miss. Not only Avo, but those type of personalities, yeah. the Stanford Newmans, the Frank Yanezas, the Edgar Coleman Seniors. I think we miss them today. Yeah, and we just lost Glenn. I mean, uh, 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 Tipton. Gene Tipton. Gene Tipton. Just, May he rest in peace, yeah. who would always come in here while yeah. he lived in Tampa. And I, I, you know, and I do Gene's impression, and that's, that's because, you know, impression, I think, is the sincerest form of flattery. And Gene had that Southern Georgia drawl oh, yeah. with his five cigars, and he wouldn't call it a cigar. He'd say, Dave, here, have yourself, have, have one of these new cigars, and he'd take it out of his pocket and hand it to you. And uh, I'd say, Gene, how many cigars? It's 9.30 in the morning. How many cigars have you had today? Two? And he'd say, hell no. I'm on my third cigar <laughs> of the day. Gene would start early at like 5 o'clock. Reminded me of my grandfather. We just lost Gene and he was a longtime vice president of sales for Altadas, and then never really retired, ended up working for Jim Colucci, 
at Syndicato yep. Cigars handing sales. And then when Gurkha ended up doing the distribution, started doing some work for uh, Gurkha. And Gene just passed away after a brief illness up in Tallahassee. He just moved up to Tallahassee yeah. within the year. He just finished building a house. Yep, just to be closer to his his uh, his kids and his grandchildren. And, you know, those are the kind of people you just can't replace. And I know Jeff and I have had this conversation that in the cigar industry, it's made up of wonderful personalities and relationships. Yep. And I think the highest form of flattery is not only did retailers and friends of Gene go on social media and express their condolences and what a great gentleman Gene was, but all his competitors did. Yeah. Every one of them. Every one of his competitors were friends. Yep. They loved Gene. They'd always come over to see Gene. And I think that's, and you know this, that that's the highest form of flattery. Oh, yeah. I mean, you name it, whether it was uh, Nish Patel or whether it was uh, uh, the Newmans or uh, anybody else in yeah. the cigar industry, everybody felt the same way. So no question about it. We certainly miss Gene. Tommy, as we talk about the change over the last three, four weeks, there were some retailers that had to totally close down. Yeah. We're lucky in Florida because retailers could stay open, limited, they could still sell cigars. Some could even sell cigars Correct. You know, uh, if people drove up on the outside. But how has, what has the response been from the consumers that have come in, having to take the temperature, having to wear the mask, the distancing? Have you had any blowback or have people primarily been receptive and understanding we've had a lot of blowback people are tired of it they don't want to social distance some people don't want to wear the mask but if you want to stay in here right now we have uh, a county ordinance a city and a state well I, I really felt that governor DeSantis should have put in a mask order and I've said this before look I understand people don't want their <clears throat> their rights violated and they look at it this is a Republican versus a Democrat issue the reality is that we're back in this situation where we've got all these hot spots because people got very lax mm. and stopped socially distancing. Mm. And that's a problem. I'll give you a perfect example. I talked about this. Oh, speaking, Mr. Wonderful has just arrived. <laughs> Angel Benitez. Get over here, Angel. Angel is the former uh, exec. Well, what's your title, Angel? Wait, get, get over here. We're, we're, we're doing our Cigar Day podcast right now. What's your official title? Right now, I am... What do you mean right now? <laughs> what, what does it change every five minutes? Right now. What do you mean? Is your walk-in? So I'm the uh, area general store... Okay, the general fact that you've taken a minute to figure out what your title is is very concerning. Okay, you're the you're the, what, you're the what area general store manager? manager. Is that it? Yeah. Area general manager. A area general So manager. what areas do you cover? All of them. So, wait a minute. You're the overall... You're like the general general manager. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but... By the way, I don't know if you got the memo from Jeff this morning, the former general general manager. You're looking at the new boss right here. He's, <laughs> he's been angling for your... I can't tell you how many times I come in here and Tommy says, you know, Angel's a great guy, but he's a real pain in the ass. I've been lobbying Jeff for I can't tell you how long to run the whole show, and Jeff finally's seen the light. You didn't, he didn't tell you that this morning no, before no. you came over here? No, we're just kidding. We have a great time, and Angel, it's great to see you. We're just talking about, on today's uh, Cigar Day podcast, just the general state of retailing, and we were just talking about that people got very lax socially distancing. And look, nobody wants to wear a mask. I think it's a pain in the ass, but every time I go into a store now, I wear a mask, okay? It protects others, it protects me. This isn't gonna be forever. This is going to be maybe over the next, I think it's gonna last until next fall, fall of 2021, till we finally get rid of this Chinese Wuhan virus. And don't get me started on the Chinese communist <laughs> prick bastards, because this is really where it all started. But 
you know, people got lax. And I was just uh, telling uh, Tommy a story that have some friends. He's 83, his wife's 80. About two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, just around July 4th, maybe longer than that, three weeks ago, they ended up having dinner. They went to their neighbors to have dinner. Well, there was no socially distancing there. His uh, neighbor calls him about three, four days later and says, you know, I wasn't feeling well. My doctor immediately said get a, a Chinese Wuhan virus test, and I tested positive, and so did my wife. So you and your wife should get tested. Now, the first thing I would say is, you're 83 and you're 80. Why are you having dinner at your neighbors? You're not socially distancing. You're all sitting at the same table. We see couples going out at restaurants together. That's a mistake. I was down in Miami a few weeks ago. I saw three families all get together at a table of about 16 they put together. There's no question in my mind that is helping spread this thing. We've got to eliminate this thing. So what I find interesting, he ends up testing positive, the wife negative, and not feeling well. And of course, I told him about the hydroxychloroquine, the zinc sulfate, and the azithromycin regimen, the Dr. Zelenko regimen from New York. He called his doctor who prescribed something else. He was getting worse. Doctor says, we normally don't prescribe that, but I'll go ahead and prescribe it. Next day started to feel better. Second day gone, you know, didn't even, luckily didn't get to that fifth day where the virus explodes. But we've seen so many people get lax on their social distancing. And if we want to go back to normal, you got to wear the mask, you got to social distance. Look, I think some of these states, you look at Michigan, you look at uh, um, some of these Democrat controlled states, and they're, they're just shutting everything down for way too long. But there has to be a happy medium. So what most people complain, but do you find that many people end up acquiescing or have you had to throw people out? They stay. They it's our stay. way or the highway. Oh, they right. do stay. Definitely. Right. And what do you see in Orlando? Because, Angel, you're over in Orlando overseeing the three Orlando stores. Tourism is down. Tourism is completely down. Um, so right now, let's just use our downtown store. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the downtown store, right? So since all the protesting and since the uh, new executive order where they shut down pretty much most of the bars, downtown is a ghost town, all right? Now, we still get our regulars. You know, we have our, we have our, our, our diehard regulars that come in. You know, they, you know, they, they, they have a smoke, they have a, you know, a, a beverage, uh, coffee, Coca-Cola. They're there, but it's, it's a ghost town. Uh, Sand Lake, Sand Lake, you know, has their Sand Lake regular. is near Disney. Yeah, it's near That's Disney. That's the main tourist area. Yes. And... And again, tourism is down, okay. But you have our, you, you have your regulars. The regulars that live around there, that that are constantly there. So, you know, um, Lake Mary, same thing. Lake Mary, um, Lake Mary, Florida. We have our regulars. We Which have is our, northern uh, suburb of northern, Orlando. Northern right. of Orlando. Um, so, you know, we 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 see our customers, but you know, our transactions are down because you know. No one, who wants to go out? The number of transactions, the dollar amount yes. of transactions? No, actually, believe it or not, our, the dollar amount of transactions are pretty high. So we're doing very well when it comes Most to Most people buying, stocking up on cigars yes, that would just normally up. come in and say, yes. oh, I'll, take, I'll buy one or two, but now they're just stocking up. Yeah, so they'll come, in and they'll come in and they'll buy a box. Instead of coming in and buying their one or two cigars, they'll come in, buy a box, or buy a handful of cigars, you know, and then we'll see them two weeks later, you know. But, you know, it's not, it's not the same. You know, with this virus, it's not the same. It's just you know, you, you see you you see the difference, and and the, like right now, we we, we can do fifty percent capacity in our stores, but technically we can only do twenty five percent because we don't have the six feet. This, right. You know, we can't do that. So right. we're still at twenty five percent, but the patios we're at fifty percent. Have your landlords been accommodating like they have here in Tampa? Oh, no. 
No, really. Jeff can answer that one for you, but no. Isn't that amazing? You would think landlords who want to make sure that the businesses in their plazas, in their centers, would do well. Because as they do well, as the stores do well, the landlord does, yes. does well. And you would think that the landlords would be accommodating. And you're not the first person that has told me that. It's interesting. I have a friend that owns property. And he's, he's it's in a corporation, but he's the guy. Right. His, he and his family, are, are they run it. And he said, Dave, I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that our our tenants survive. He said, because ultimately, the last thing I want to do today is see a tenant leave, go chapter 11, Who's, who am I going to rent the space to? You think Correct. a new restaurant's going to come in right now? Correct. Banks aren't going to lend any no. money to people. There's Investors aren't going to say, great, this is a great time to open up a restaurant. They're not going to invest in anything right. because it's, it's a tough time. So he said, I'm doing everything I can. He said, I've got the majority of my tenants are paying rent. I've got some that have been with me 20 years that are great tenants. They've always paid. This is a unique time. I'm working with them. I'm, I'm, one came to me and said, look, can I pay you half and then just slowly add on a little bit? And my, my friend said, of course. He said, the last thing I want to do is choke these people. What good does it do me? So the landlords where you are, the three stores in Orlando, are doing nothing to nothing. assist and to provide more room outside to be able to accommodate customers. I can, I can tell you right now. So let, let's use, use downtown again, right? We, down, we, let's use downtown. So downtown's been, our downtown location's been there 14 years dead center of Orlando, right? Downtown Orlando. Um, and, you know, Jeff will tell you, you know, 14 years, never missed a, you know, never missed a rent payment. We did right. everything. COVID comes in, you know, he asked for relief. They said no, that they wanted, you know, they wanted their money pretty much, you right. know. And, and the other two stores were the same way. They wanted their money. So, you know, I, I give it to Jeff. You know, he's he's done everything that he can possibly possibly do um, to keep everyone employed. Right. Um, you know, we're still paying the bills. You know, we're, we're still hanging in there. I mean, you know, so all we can do is continue to give our customers the best, you know, cigar and whiskey experience. So they have not allowed you to set up more uh, seating outside? So our Lake Mary store, our Lake Mary store um, gave us the opportunity. We have two, three parkings in front of our store. So they actually rented some barricades for us. So okay. we, we have an outside patio Good. there. But our downtown store, um, no. And our Sand Lake store, no. So Jeff really? is trying to work on that yeah. now. And what are the landlords saying? Why would they not do that? Well, because Sand Lake, um, <laughs> I guess there's, uh, it's a it's a county road. Okay. Even though it's a plaza, it's still a county road. Right. And there's no way to uh, to block that. But Jeff is working on that right now okay. with, with county officials, um, and with the the plaza, for some reason, they just, you know, they just don't want us to extend outside into the plaza area. So. Well, I'll tell you, there is a ton of businesses that are going to seek forbearance mm -hmm. uh, from their landlords. Landlords are going to seek forbearance on their mortgages from banks. The banks have taken over the last, I think, 30 days loan loss provisions equal to that of the 2008 financial oh, wow. crisis. That's it's scary. gone. That's if scary. you look at a curve, it was relatively low and it's exploded the last 30 to 60 days. That's scary. So it is scary. So you would think that landlords, everybody would be working together to make sure that businesses, landlords, everybody's on the same page and it should not be an adversarial uh, type of relationship. I'll tell you what's definitely not an adversarial type of relationship and that is smoking a Gurkha Nicaragua series. 
Gurkha launched a year ago. Remember, we were all at the Cigar Retailers Convention about uh, a year ago, and it was probably about 55 weeks ago. It was right before July 4th, yes. late June. And remember, I busted all of your balls. The whole Corona team came, came walking in. I busted all your balls as we uh, walked in. And then I run into you guys everywhere, of course. And Gurkha launched a whole bunch of cigars, including the Trenta, but the Gurkha Nicaragua series. The first time they ever launched an all-Nicaraguan Puro. Top to bottom, Corojo 99 Nicaraguan wrapper, dual Corojo 99 binders, Corojo 99 Nicaraguan Criollo 98 long fillers. It is a full-flavored cigar, just loaded with peppery notes, a spicy finish. Angel, you've had that cigar before, the Gurkha Nicaragua. Nice cigar. Uh, actually, one of my favorite cigars. Really? Line. Yeah, and it's if, if not for an amateur, it's not for a newbie, no. it's for somebody that wants that nice Nicaraguan hearty cigar, yes. but it's not going to overpower you. No. It's a very nice cigar. And of course, we were talking about the great late Gene Tipton. Yes. Gene was the first one that said, here, Dave, have one of these <laughs> Gurkha Nicaraguan series. It's our first Nicaraguan Puro. Yep. And I said, all right, Gene, I'll smoke. I said, I'll smoke later. He goes, hell no, you're going to smoke it right now. Here's the cutter. Here's the ladder. Yep. Go smoke it. And I did. And it's a fantastic cigar. So the Gurkha Nicaragua series, if you're looking for a nice full-flavored cigar, that Nicaraguan full-body beauty, spicy, peppery notes, touch of maybe an undertone of, uh, of spice, the Gurkha Nicaragua series. So Tommy Diadio, Angel Benitez of the Davidoff Store Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, Corona Cigars Orlando, give me your predictions. Where do you think we're going to be? We're, this is, uh, what, July 27th? What's today's date? 20, 23rd. 23rd. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a week I'm ahead already, but it's July 23rd. You know, we've got these hot spots. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, things will simmer down. Where do you think we're going to be come fall? Uh, maybe September, October. Where do you think? You think? When do you think we'll get back to somewhat normal operations? I'm gonna. I'm gonna say right after the elections. Interesting, interesting I'm observation. Right I'm going to say after the elections. Yeah, isn't it amazing how all these Democrat-controlled uh, states are allowing things to stay closed? And I, I love it. The the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. I'm Gretchen Whitmer. I sound like I'm from Michigan. Oh, you betcha. Even though that's kind of a Minnesota saying. She was so extreme that she wouldn't allow people to go to their lake homes, their right. second homes, to shelter. Now, what sense did that make? But yet, yet... When all the marinas were closed, her husband had the chutzpah, had the audacity to call up the marina and say, can you put my boat in the water? And they replied saying, I'm sorry, we can't because there's an order. And he goes, well, my wife's the governor. Can you make an exception? And then, of course, the marina said nope, and the marina let it out that he wanted an exception, and the governor said he was just joking. Bullshit. Not joking. About these Democrats, it's always do as I say, not as I do. Andrew Cuomo, Ayatollah Andrew as I call him, in New York State, he was in Savannah for two days, I believe, yeah. or three days over the weekend and Monday, came back to New York State. Now, everybody's supposed to quarantine and shelter for two weeks when you come from yeah. these right. hot spots. Correct. It's he didn't. Days. 30 days now. Where? In New York. It's thir No, it's two weeks. No, two it's weeks. 30. 30 now? 30 I didn't hear that. I think it's 14 days. That I did not hear. But he didn't shelter. He's like, well, I just took a COVID test. I'm okay. Again, do as I say, not as I do. The, the hypocrisy runs rampant. And I am hoping that the hot spots, I think if there's a time to get this, you know, the hot spots and, and hit the peak, it's now. So that come time the election, 
President Trump comes in, the economy picks up, we get rid of this Chinese Wuhan virus, and I'll tell you, the violence that's going on in the streets right now, has that affected your downtown Orlando store at all? No, Angel? no, it's been very quiet. All right. Been, been there are quiet. people in Portland that have not been so lucky. There have been people in other cities where all these, the rioting in Seattle, where those stores have had a tough time because you have Democrat mayors that are basically allowing these Antifa thugs and these anarchists to run roughshod. I got a kick out of last night, the mayor of Portland thought he was going to go and join the protest. And I use air quotes for protesters. They're not peaceful protesters. Right. They're anarchists, they're rioters, they are absolute criminals. He decided he would go out and join them in the protest and tell them he was on their side. That didn't work so well. They booed him, they ended up, his security had to uh, surround him and try to get him to safety in a building, but yet he had the audacity to go after the federal agents. So it is just incredible. Angel, all the best, and hopefully we will be uh, back to normal here. Tommy Diadio, many thanks as always, and uh, we got to do a spirits tasting here probably uh, maybe September. It's National Bourbon Heritage yes. Month, so come September, we'll be back at it. We'll go right. upstairs. We'll go upstairs <laughs> to the private lounge, and you'll have some of your special barrels that are coming yep. in as well. Yes. Yeah. That'll be fantastic. All right, Tommy Diadio, and Angel Benitez of the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa and the Corona Cigar Store and Lounges in Orlando. Cigar Dave the General saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delectatio always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure and screw the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs>